Hello and welcome back. The episode will begin in a second. I'll just explain and apologize that uh, my brother has come back to the country. I haven't seen him in 13 years. I haven't seen his two daughters, both of whom are younger than 13. So I am spending my time doing that, which is why yesterday we didn't have an episode. And today and tomorrow we're going to have reposts, continuing the story about how Joy went into Charlie's dream when he didn't want her there from season two. I hope you enjoy that. We will continue our regularly scheduled squash buckling and adventuring and being lost in the dreams in two days. In the meantime, enjoy the podcast. Bye-bye. Hold on to your butts. This is season two of the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast. Welcome back. My name is Guy Hasson, and you are listening to the Squash Buckler Diaries podcast, the daily podcast about Joey Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. This is the biggest, biggest story we'll ever hear or read in your life. And as usual, season two provides uh, a lot of uh, reasons to understand that. And today we have one of those episodes. We are continuing. The episode, the last episode, which was, which happened two days ago, uh, yesterday, I just couldn't get an episode out to you. And I thought it would be really cool to, uh, to look back, A, at the Red Dragon and B, at the Red Dragon fighting, uh, a dreamer, Justin. Uh, now that we understand that the Red Dragon knows what a dreamer's powers are. And, you know, she talked about how, uh, as massive and impressive and powerful as she is, she is not more powerful than Justin. Justin can do anything. She didn't say that outright, but you know, now you know what she meant. And you know that the Red Dragon knows what a dreamer is. So I thought that kind of perspective would bring us a lot of good. This was back from season one, episode 200 and uh, something. It was 256. We are in season two, episode 97. We have a long way to go. And today we are going to hint quite a bit about the stuff that's coming. You know, it's a long story and it has so many aspects to it. And if you hear a hammer when I talk, just ignore it. There's people hammering outside and I still have to get that out to you. Last time they were talking about what... Charlie wanted to do when he grew up. And today, they're still at the beach. And let's see what happens now. Uh, the, perhaps the, the name of the, uh, episode will hint, will supply some kind of hint. So let's begin. Season two, episode 97, Beach Time Part Two, Beyond the Dream. Joy and Charlie keep playing in the beach sand with their toys for another minute when Charlie says, You know, it's hard to convince people with words, Joy. 
He had just been talking about how when he grows up, he wants to use words to explain to people how bad the Hopi have been treated. Yeah, she's immersed in the game, holding a rake in her right hand and paving a way towards the sand castle. Yeah, I keep telling people you're real and no one believes me. The rake in Joy's hand falls. She looks at him and it seems that all the power in her muscles had left her. She doesn't move. I think she thinks she heard right. I'm sure I heard wrong. Finally, she says, say it again. Say what? Say it again. Oh, I keep telling people you're real, but no one believes me. Joy's jaw drops. I think this isn't a subject limited to kids' interaction now. I get up slowly, as befits a man of my age, and walk up to them. Joy still hasn't spoken a word. She's just staring at him. Charlie, I say softly, is that true? Do you tell people about Joy? Joy, silent and still staring, takes my hand. She's standing up now. Yeah, he says, standing up as well. No one believes me, not my mom, the kids in school, beat me up, my teachers. Charlie, I interrupt him softly but firmly. Do you remember Joy when you wake up? Of course. I feel Joy squeeze my hand hard. Charlie continues. I keep telling my mom about Joy and Joy's dad and you and Mastermind and General Hawk and the Red Dragon and Joy's grandma. I tell her everything, but she thinks Joy is my imaginary friend. Charlie, I bend down and look into his eyes. Are you telling the absolute truth? Can you prove that you remember Joy? Charlie becomes upset and raises his voice. You can come to our apartment and see, and you can ask my mom, and on the fridge there's a picture I drew of Joy and me and Mastermind and General Hawk. Joy looks at me. Then at Charlie. She lets go of my hand and falls on Charlie, hugging. Joy cries and Charlie doesn't know exactly how to respond. Joy is a girl that even her father does not remember when he wakes up. Madeline doesn't remember her dreams. Neither do Amali, Colin, or any of the other dreamers we met so far. Yet Charlie, how amazing she must feel to be remembered. But me, I'm thinking about something else. If someone remembers her, there's a way to reach outside the dream. To be continued. Told by Grandpa Walt. Hashtags Joy, Justin, Grandpa Walt, Grandma Susie, Charlie, Charlie's Dream, Katori, Amali, Madeline, Colin. Remembering Joy, Mastermind, General Hawk. Well, 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 well. Joy is the forgotten girl. And if you've read the book, The Forgotten Girl, you know that Charlie does remember Joy when he wakes up. And you know about the picture. But you also know that Joy doesn't know. Imagine what a big, amazing feeling it is for a girl who is forgotten by her own father, who is forgotten by everyone who knows her, who is real in quotes, to suddenly be remembered. And also, the only scientist here, who is the dream of a scientist, which is Grandpa Walt, Walter Shelley, Justin's dad, who is a chemist, and his mind thinks uh, like a scientist, so he thinks, now there's a channel outside the dream. What will happen next? Tomorrow we continue this story. We do not jump ahead in time. We continue this story from where we left it. 
So join us tomorrow to see what happens next. And remember, she's only seven in this uh, story. We, this is a life story. We don't know what's coming next. <laughs> anyway, if you haven't subscribed, do subscribe. If you haven't told your friends, tell your friends. Things are heating up in the dream. And I really do think <laughs> the more I write season two, how am I going to write, you know, say, say we get to an advanced season, like if we get to season 10 and she gets to be that age, um, each season is three years of her life. How am I going to keep those these episodes at 400, 500 words? There's going to be so much that we know. Like, it would have to be a 1,000, 2,000 words per episode, and how can I make that a daily episode? That is a problem to be solved if and when we get to it. You don't know how, how long she's going to live. So you don't know how many seasons we're going to get. There's, she's definitely going to be a teenager, though. And she's going to be in her 20s. And uh, who knows if she gets past her 20s. We don't know. Maybe she doesn't get through all her 20s. You don't know. We'll discuss that in season... Uh, what season will we discuss that in? Four. We'll discuss that in season four. So... Um, blah, 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 and now, four, if you need... Slightly more uh, context about what this is. Why is it? Why is a person who can't act with a bad accent reading this stuff to you? And what is this story about? And what's the story behind the story? And all that kind of stuff. Listen to the credit list. Credits. My name is Guy Hassan. I'm an author of fantasy and science fiction, and the Squashbuckler Diaries are my life project. The Squashbuckler Diaries is part of a bigger story, a story which also includes the Lost in Dreams book series. Together, they are the story of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. We follow her from birth to death. In season one of the Squashbuckler Diaries, we followed her life on a flying pirate ship called Bunny's Revenge, living in her father's dream between the ages of two and six. For a reason as yet unknown, Justin raises a little girl in his dreams, and she does not wake up. She's there when he is awake, she's there when she sleeps, and she probably doesn't dream. At the end of season one came the other half of this life project, the first Lost in Dreams book called The Forgotten Girl. Joy and Justin learned their inner dream, and they both left the dream to find out what's beyond. No spoilers about the crazy and amazing things that happened there. Okay? Her life is different now, and in season two, we will follow her life from ages six to nine, as her entire world has changed. This story is not written for you. It's written for my three daughters, and it's about the life of a father and a daughter in crazy circumstances. You're welcome to enjoy the story. I think you will. I think you really will. But it is not for you. This is my life project for me and my girls. And like all my other books, I'm self-publishing to maintain complete control, and I suck at marketing, which is sad. But who cares? 
We will follow Joy's life from birth to death. Each new book will jump ahead three years in her life. Each season of the Squash Buckler Diaries will show Joy's life between the big events of each book. Check out the website, guyhasson.com, G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N.com, where you can find texts of all these podcasts, and more importantly, where you can also search the hashtags at the end of each episode. The intro and the exit music is called Brass Gentleman by Thomas Howardick. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you.